Nedarim daf mem vav. The last thing we're discussing were neighbors or partners in an area who are sharing, let's say, a courtyard together. Rabbanan hold they're not allowed to use the courtyard together. And really, as Ibn Yaakov said, each person, it's as if he's going into his own property. And the longer on explained that we're talking about Pereira, do we realize something retroactively? Do we say that when a person is using it, he's now using his area? We only figure this out now, but it counts as retroactively when they originally bought the yard together. Rabbanan don't hold of it, Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov does hold of it, and there was a back and forth. But we also said that Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov agrees that they both can't put a, a mill, a oven, chickens, you can't have them run around the courtyard. These are things that the neighbor has a right to protest to, so when he's not protesting, he's benefiting him. And with that, we're going to start Aleph. we're still in the middle of the Mishnah, second line in the second word where it says haya ehad mehen if one vowed not to have any benefit from his friend then he himself can't walk into this courtyard then the person could say I'm walking into my area in the courtyard but I'm not walking into your area so whatever I'm walking is really my area but we force, we compel the vower to sell his property, to his area. Meaning, if one person sees the other person is using the courtyard, he's going to be jealous and he's going to use it too and he's going to uh, go against his vow. So therefore, Hakim say you have to sell your area. But when both of them uh, vow, we're, we're not worried that the other person is going to get jealous. Now, the Ran uh, explains that this is even according to Bileyaz ibn Yaakov, that... Uh, it's like sort of the, the, the mill and, and oven situation where one person is going to allow it, not allow it. Therefore, even according to Elizabeth ben Yaakov, we force him to sell. The Meiri says, by the way, this forcing to sell is only according to Rabbanan, not according to Elizabeth ben Yaakov. Next piece in the Mishnah. Let's say uh, some random person, uh, not a partner, not a neighbor. He is uh, he vowed not to have benefit from one of them. He can never walk into the Hatzer. When that person comes in for whatever reason, he could say, hey, I'm not using your area. I'm using the neighbor's area. And here's another Mahlokit. Taran, in the name of the Rashba, explains that that third person is only allowed to walk in if he's coming in for the for the neighbor who, he's, who's, who didn't vow against him. And according to the, the Ra'ah, that he could walk in for whatever reason he wants. And the Ra'an holds like the Ra'ah. Next part in Mishnah, Hamudar of person vowed not to benefit from his friend. And this person has a bathhouse or an olive, uh, olive press, Muskarin Bayer. It's rented out to a third person. If the owner has some sort of control he could walk in whenever he feels like it meaning he's uh, the boss then asura then the person who he vowed against is not allowed to benefit from it because that belongs to the other person and let's say he rented out and lost complete control he just gets his uh, check at the end of the month then mutar then the other person is allowed to go into that bathhouse use the olive press and the Ran explains he's only allowed to benefit if the rent happened before the vow if they vow and then the rent happened that's asura 
Interesting around to look into. Next, I vow not to walk into your house. Buying your field. If that person passed away, or the owner sold it to someone else, at that point he's allowed to walk in, he's allowed to buy that field. If a person said, I'm not walking into this house, I'm not buying this field. Then even if the person passed away, even if they sold to someone else, it's still Asur. And the Ran explains that Nafkamina would also be if the house collapsed and they rebuilt it. Next, the Gemara starts. The question is as follows. The question between Rabbanan and Rabbi and Yaakov is when each one was Osir himself on the other person. However, Hidiru Mai. What would be in the Mahloket if each one vowed the other one to be Asur? Miamrin and do we say, Benadruhu Dupligé is when each one vowed himself to be Asur. That's where Rabbanan argue, meaning technically we hold there is Berera and we understand that this belongs to that one, that one belongs to that one retroactively. We get it. The only problem is since each one vowed himself, then we're going to, we're going to be Mahmir. We're going to find them, so to speak, and each one's going to be Asur in the field. And Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov said, no, we don't have to find them. Each one's using his own thing. But when each one vowed the other one, then Rabbanan agreed to Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov that you're allowed to use the, the yard. Why? Because once Rabbanan hold that there is a and there's no reason to find the other person, because they're like anusin, meaning it's not my fault I'm a sur here, the other guy made me a sur. Or maybe, or maybe, Hachamim argue even when each one vowed the other person, and they're going to say, listen, we're not sure, and therefore it's a sur, because they are not sure. We hold that there's no berera. So do they hold the berera, and there's a fine over here? Or do we say there's no berera, and that's the reason you're a sur? So the Gemara starts, Tashema. We're going to try to answer as follows. It says in our Mishnah, If a person was vowed upon from his friend, it sounds like case number one, where a person is a mudar, meaning he vowed not to have Hana'a from his friend. It sounds like Upligar Rabbanan. Rabbanan argue, they say it's a sort for him to walk into the, into the yard. So it sounds like we got an answer. The Gemara says, no. Nadur you could also change the word instead of saying mudar hana nadur, meaning he was vowed upon, someone vowed on him. And hachinami mistaban, it makes sense to say that. The katani sefa, because the sefa says, nodir, we compel, we force the vower to sell his, his part. Okay, if he's the one who made the vow, then I know the katani kofin, and understand why we force him. You made the vow, we can't live like this, you sell. But if we're, we're talking about someone who was vowed upon, then why should we force him? He's Anus. It's not his fault. Rather, we're stuck. We see that the Mishnah is talking about someone vowed from his friend, and we're still not sure what Rabbanan will hold when uh, someone is Osir on the other. So, Amar Amar the machloket between Rabbanan and Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov is dafka in a yard sheyesh ba kedeh haluka. It has to have enough, meaning each person has to have enough in that yard to be called hatzer. 
the Gemara in Bavatra, a few places explain that it's four amot to each person, except for the four amot in front of their door. Meaning, we're talking about a situation where a person, if a person wants to split this yard, he has permission to, and therefore, hachamim hold, there's no berera, we're not sure which side's which, we can't tell retroactively whose side belongs to who, and therefore, you can't walk into the yard, and according to the Bible, ben Yaakov, he holds there is berera, and since when a person bought the sadeh, he held, or at least he was on the mindset that one day if I want to split, I'm going to get a certain part. It's as if it was retroactively figured out. About en but if it's too small, then divrea call mutar. Then according to everyone, it's mutar because everyone has the right to be there. So now, Amadar of Yosef, of Yosef tells Rabbah, let's take a shul. It's an area that they can't split up, it belongs to everyone. Utnana, we learned in the Mishnah coming up, two people who vowed not to benefit from each other. Both of them are asur from any shared thing in the city, which includes a shul. Now, this is a problem on Rabbah, who said in the name of Zayiri, that if it's an area that cannot be split up, then they're allowed to use. So, he explains it. The machloke between Rabbanan and Bilayaz ibn Yaakov is dafka in a hatser she'en bakede haluka. It's too small to split up. Rabbi Eze ben Yaakov holds, since you can't uh, split, because you can't force the other guy to split because it's too small, therefore, each person can use it however he wants. And there's a Berera, and we'll figure out retroactively who belongs to what, and Rabbanan hold that, no, there's no Berera, and therefore it's a sur. But if the, uh, the yard was big enough, then the Berera called a sur, according to everyone, it would be a sur to go in, because since it's supposed to be split up, you can't say that we know retroactively that this belongs to that, this one belongs to that, because at the, uh, at the, they never split it up. And the run explains, even after they split, it would be a sur for each one to walk in, because since there's no brera, we're saying it's already a sur. Meaning, could be you got a part that actually belongs to your friend. But the Rambam says after they split, they're allowed to walk in. And Amar Avuna Halacha Kirbi Leizer Ben Yaakov, Vechen Amar Kirbi Lazar Halacha Kirbi Lazar Ben Yaakov. And therefore, if there's a if there's a courtyard, each one was a mudah enough from the other one, they're allowed to walk in that courtyard. Next, we learned in the Mishnah If a person said he's not going to have any benefit from his friend, or his friend can't have any benefit from him, and the, the person, and we said that the person has a bathhouse in that city, but he rented it out to someone else, and someone else is doing business. It all depends if that person, if the owner, is able to go in whenever he wants. He has certain control. Then the then the person who vowed from him is not allowed to go in. But if he has no control whatsoever, then he's allowed to go in. And we said, what's considered uh, control? So Amar of Nachman, if he has, if he owns half of it, if he's a third of the business, a quarter of the business, something belongs to him. If it's less than that, look. If it's less than a quarter, then doesn't it doesn't sound like he has any control? Abaye Amar he says a few bitzir, even less than a quarter. Asur, he's still not a, he's not allowed to walk into that bathhouse. So So according to Abaye, when would it be mutar? Dim kabel betaska. Abaye explains if he's getting rent money, if he gets a set amount every month, no matter how much he makes, then the other person's allowed to walk in. But the minute he starts getting 
any sort of commission at that point, it would be Asur. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.